On the way to Melura, our troop narrowly avoided a silver wyvern lurking in the pine forests. After a night of cat and mouse, the beast took flight and disappeared west. Did it notice our adventures silent in the moonlight? Or have they evaded detection for another day? Welcome back to Blood Gold. So I think we open with Marin and Akraya and Sorrel kind of staring up into the night sky as this silver wyvern with its huge bat-like wings soaring overhead, passing over the three of them, heading west. Oh, and Osmer, uh, who is probably very panicked. Uh, as this thing flies over, or is he? I don't I, know. Uh, let's give Osmer a little bit more credit. This is he's a he's a hardened veteran. Yeah. At this, I mean, fair. he's probably not in the most comfortable of positions. And he's <laughs> probably a little wild eyed, but I don't think he's panicked. Yeah. Let's give him a little credit. Yeah, that's fair. He's an ordinary beast. I don't think he would be panicked. I think mm. he'd be more angry. Personally, yeah, I think you're right. It passes overhead, and you have been running from this thing for probably an hour or more uh, as it kind of chased you down in the night or seemed to be chasing you down. Since you never encountered it, you're not entirely sure what was happening, Um, but it definitely had stopped at your camp. So it seemed dangerous. the, The evidence suggests that possibly it knew about us. Yeah, but now it has flown over you and passed into the west, and as its wing beats become further and further away, you hear uh, Sorel kind of let out this whimpering breath as if she had been holding it in her chest, and then it's quiet. And we start moving. We continue on. We need to get to a city that has buildings and safety. We are still silently moving. Like all of the hand motions I used to indicate that we were moving, I'm continuing that. We're still silent. There is no talking. Uh, Akre goes, Marin, where are we going? Are you sure this is the right way? I think a very quietly whisper, we're heading to Melura. It's the middle of the night, Marin. We, it, the quicker we get to the Melura, the safer we'll be. Are you certain this is the way? This is the only way. And then I indicate no more talking. I don't have time for a heart to heart right now. There's a wyvern about mm-hmm. who might come back and flame us up. No more talking. So I think what we're going to do, if you're planning on moving through the night... We'll start with a condition check and then do a journey check, except um, since you didn't get a full night's sleep, your your condition check is going to be all messed up. Woohoo! 
So, if you spent the night without getting to sleep, your condition that you currently have becomes halved. Hold on. Yes. Because they slept. I didn't, but they did. Yeah, I don't think they got enough sleep to... To count? Yeah. Okay. Marin has a six, and I got rid of my bonus. Marin's... Your condition was a 12. You were, like, in good shape. Yep. Sorel is a four. Do I round up or down? I round down usually. Yeah, I believe it's down. Okay. Yep, round down. All right. And then Akraya is a three. Oh, so close to something bad happening. (laughs) I shouldn't have said anything and should have rounded up. And then we're going to start our journey as normal. So it is very late in the night slash very early in the morning. Mm -hmm. I think you woke up at, at like three like after three yeah so we're gonna say it's it's like four or five in the morning as as y'all start making your way so we are going to need both a travel check and a direction check for this journey all right so i'll do a travel checks first because everybody has to do those Mm -hmm. marion got an eight what was it strength and dexterity which i think it passes I guess I should have said before. Yeah, that's going to pass. Okay. Sorrel got a six. Okay. That is not going to pass. And Okraya got a six. Also not going to pass. Okay. So uh, Marin is okay, but Okraya and Sorrel are not going to do well, and they are going to lose half their HP, half their current HP. I think that kind of makes sense. Yeah. Since this is highly traumatizing for them. Yeah, given the situation. Yeah. They're they're stressed out and not doing well. Right. Uh what is their HP at? Six and six. Okay, so that's not terrible. It's not. Could be worse. Yeah, but it's not great either. Correct. So yeah, y'all are making your way. It is dark, it is cloudy, it's not raining, but the the Ground is wet and um, covered in pine needles as the three of you are kind of making your way in between the trees. You're heading in the way that you are pretty sure is towards the city, but it's dark. It's very early. You have gotten lost in these woods a couple times previously, so... um, I think we need to make a direction check to see how things go. Okie dokie. I did a nine. Okay. That's not terrible. That's not terrible. In fact, it passes. Woohoo! I'm razor sharp this morning, despite being very tired. Yeah, you are, like, you are very much have your senses about you. I'm in the zone. Yeah. It's like when you're drunk. And someone is like, oh, no, I need to go to the hospital. Like, all of a sudden, you're like, (laughs) sober. Does that happen often? It's happened every time I go to a house party, which is why I stopped going to house parties. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I I make it sound like I went to a lot of house parties. I went to two, and both times, someone had to be taken to the hospital, so. Wasn't it appendicitis once? No, it was was exploding ovarian cysts that they didn't know they had. Oh. And then the other one was alcohol poisoning. (laughs) Oh, shit. So rough. Yeah, real rough. So I don't go to house parties. Um, 
But anyway, it's like that. Like the minute someone's like, I need to go to the hospital, you feel very sober, even mm. though you are still very drunk. So the adrenaline has just kind of got you laser focused. Yes. Yep. Can you give me a little bit of this of this early morning, very traumatizing trek? I mean, I think you see Marin in the front, probably leading Osmer by the reins. Do you have reins when you don't ride the animal? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so I think you see it. It's it's silent, as silent as can be. The only the only thing you're hearing are footsteps. Um and we are still staying as close to the trees as possible, just you know, any cover. Um, but I think you see Marin leading Osmer by the reins a little bit, and I think you see the kobolds towards Osmer Osmer's back. Um and it's just it's silence. Is what it is. I don't know if maybe they're holding on to Osmer or not, but um, Marin is still not giving any verbal directions. Every once in a while, turns around to make sure that you know the party is still together, but still no words, and we're just kind of silently traipsing through. I don't know if you would call that traipsing. Yeah, I don't know. Traipsing, I feel like has like a like jovial connotation. Yeah, to it. Um, but I think you just kind of see us quietly and solemnly moving through the forest woods. And as you're making your way, uh, the sun starts to rise and the, the forest kind of lightens up and it's still eerily quiet. There is no sound of birds, just uh, the occasional insect chirping or uh, creaking. This forest has been empty as far as you have been able to tell. There is very little movement and as the sun starts to rise uh you hear sorel behind you go uh, marin can can we pl- can we take a little break i passed my direction check right yes would i happen to hazard a guess as to how far away i am from town would I have that ability? Uh, could you give me a give me a double intelligence check okay. to see if you can kind of make a make a mental map of where you think you are? Eleven. Yeah, you know that you are not terribly far from the city. Uh, you will you will make it to the city by the end of the day. Probably by this afternoon, you'll be able to make it to the city. Okay. I think I turn around and go. I think we can make it to town by this afternoon if we keep pushing. Marin, I'm so tired. And when you look to Sorel, you see that she um she has her sword out. She's been like carrying her sword out and she's got uh like one hand clutched around her pack uh and she's got her sword out and she's just kind of like slumped over and uh Akreya is is next to her with her pack with the egg like clutched to her chest and she's just Akreya's just kind of looking at Sorel and Sorel's ears are kind of like drooped way down. She's like just just for just for a minute, please. Fine. We could probably use a small food and bathroom break. And Sorel like immediately collapses against a tree yeah. and just kind of like curls up um with her sword in her hands um and she just kind of like curls up in the roots of a tree and uh i let osmer eat 
I guess, um, wasn't kidding about the bathroom break because, I mean, the adrenaline's high, so you probably don't have to pee, but, you know, nervous pee is a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and everybody gets jerky. Okay. <laughs> jerky for everyone. Yeah, you give the jerky to Sorrel, and she's just kind of, like, gnawing on it a little bit. Do I have coffee? Is that a thing? Would that be a thing of rations? Um. Yeah, we could count that as a thing of rations. I give her, like, two coffee beans to chew on. Oh, okay. It's so disgusting. So just, like, whole beans? Yeah. Okay. Probably disgusting, but will do the job, I think. I think a Kraya comes up to you as you're, like, ruffling through their packs looking for these these coffee beans. A Kraya comes up to you and she goes, Marin, I have some uh, herbs that are about to expire. If we can spare a few ounces of water, I can make um, a tonic for the three of us. Sure. And I, since I'm going through the pack anyway, I like hand her my skin. Is that what they're called? Skin of water? Yeah. Water skin. I hand her my, you know, my, my thing, my thing of water. Okay. The like thing made out of leather. Yeah. So can you mark off three food and three water? Yeah, that's all our food. Ooh, okay. But it is not all of our water. We're going to make it to town by this afternoon, so that'll be okay. Yeah. That's why I was okay with that. Yeah, that'll be fine. Uh, so while the three of you are resting, Merit or Akreya is going to make a, make a tonic. All right. Can you give me an intelligence check plus spirit check for Akreya? 12. Okay. Uh, so everyone is going to recover 12 HP. Woohoo! Yeah. Akreya makes this, makes this tonic. And it takes a little while to make, not like a, not like an hour, but it takes like a good like ten minutes to to properly uh, stew, to to properly steep with the with the herbs that she has. And uh, Sorel kind of has her eyes closed, and she I think I think she is kind of like gnawing on the jerky you gave her, but she's like half asleep, kind of like if you've ever seen like a dog that has a bone and they're like sleeping with the bone in their paws mm-hmm. or like under a single jowl. Yeah. That's kind of how Sorel is with this with this piece of jerky. And Akreya is is making her tonic. What is Marin doing? Peeing. Taking care of Osmar. A bushwee. A, yeah, I'm having a bushwee. <laughs> um it's a tactical bushwee. Tactical bushwee, yeah. I'm having a tactical bushwee. And um I think I'm chewing on coffee beans. Okay. Because I am also sleep deprived. Yeah. I'm just alert while also sleep deprived. Mm-hmm. Just in case someone needs to go to the hospital, you know. This is, I I don't know if I've said this, but this experience has also been traumatic for Marin. Mm-hmm. Because she put, she put everybody in danger. She was hoping she wouldn't, but she did. And the last time everyone was in danger, they all died. They all died. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they are dead. And she's hoping to not repeat that experience. Yeah. Um, so I think she's, you know, she's shelling up a little bit. She's closed her clamshell mm. on her vulnerable self a little bit. Because they're still in danger. They haven't made it to town yet. Like, they are still in danger. Yeah. Theoretically. Theoretically. Since they don't know where the wyvern is. Just that it flew away. Mm-hmm. I think uh, as, as, when you come back, you're kind of chewing on this, on these coffee beans. Akreya... Looks to Sorel 
sees that she's kind of asleep and looks to you and goes, um, did you get a good look at it? No. It was silver, though, right? I think so. She nods and she goes, uh, one of the wyverns that attacked our hive was silver. And she kind of shrugs and stares into this pot of of tonic. She goes, um, I don't know if it was the same one, but it could be looking for us. And I think you, Marin's still like chewing on her coffee bean, which is a disgusting thing. Have you yeah. ever had chocolate covered coffee beans? Yeah, I love I love chocolate covered espresso beans. They're gross. They're they're, the, they're amazing. They're gross. They're the best. They're so gross. Um, but that's what I'm thinking of is the chocolate covered ones. Yeah. But obviously this isn't chocolate covered. Yeah, no, this is this is pro- this is going to be nasty. Yeah, it's just gross. So she's like chewing on it and like that grit is in her mouth and it's like I love it. Cuz it doesn't like melt. Ugh. But that like grits in her mouth and she just like really quietly almost she doesn't even realize she's saying it out loud. She just goes like, "I know." But like more like a chewing like like i know mm. i can't even do it without being gross about it so <laughs> i'm just not going to and akraya finishes up the tonic and she pours it into uh, a couple cups and she hands one to you and she says uh you did well getting us out we're not out of the woods yet ah! <laughs> Figurat- cool. figuratively and literally <laughs> yep she does not that that was all diana she does not do that she just goes we're not out of the woods yet and a crayon nods and she goes and she uh jostles sorel up and, and gives her the cup and the three of you kind of nurse these these cups of not very good tasting tonic but it does kind of you feel it kind of warm inside of you and you feel revitalized and rejuvenated and uh, it washes out the the grit from your teeth, so that's nice too. That is nice, very kind. And uh, yeah, then you're ready to to keep moving. Yeah, and I, I once we start moving, it's back to the silent me at the head, readied weapon. We're not talking because we're not we're not out of the woods yet. So yeah. even though we can assume that it's gone it could circle back it's a fucking giant dragon i know that's not what they're called but it's a dragon mm. so it could fly back at any moment so you know marin is still on high alert yeah and you do know and you even experienced that on this trip that the this the silver wyverns tend to sleep during the day right. they're not they are up sometimes in the daylight but they're mostly nocturnal um so at after the sun has risen, you're a little bit safer, but right. you don't know for certain where it went or like what it's doing. Right. Right. Still and just a lot because, of unanswered questions. And just because it typically sleeps doesn't mean that it is asleep. Yeah. So still on high alert. Though I think with every step, we're getting closer to the city. The sun is rising. Like a little bit of that anxiety is is easing up, but mm-hmm. it's still pretty high. Hello, and thank you for joining us once again for Heart Points, a one-to-one RPG actual play podcast. I am your husband and GM, Zach. I am your wife and player, Diana. And this is episode 29 of the Blood Gold campaign. How are you, my darling? I am doing pretty well. Yeah? Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm sad. The summer is ending, and so I have to go back to work and deal with children. They are the worst. But yeah, otherwise I'm all right. 
Well, that's good. Yeah, yeah, the summer went by extremely quickly. Yeah. And um, extremely weirdly, this was a weird summer. I would say even yep. weirder than last summer. Yep. Um, so my heart goes out to everybody who's, you know, dealing with this and struggling with this and doing everything that they're supposed to uh, and still kind of struggling with the state of the world. But uh, I hope you've had a good summer. It went by very quickly. And now my favorite season is on the way. Yes. And the best thing about his favorite season is that we get to experience it with a bebe that is a little bit more mobile and not a bebe anymore. Yeah. Like straight up toddler toddles. This is a toddler who toddles. And like, I can put her in a cute costume and she can toddle around as a pumpkin. <laughs> That's literally what I keep picturing, but I don't think she's going to be a pumpkin. But I just keep seeing this, like, round, roly-poly thing just kind of toddling. You guys know. You know how toddlers walk. They toddle. Yeah. They toddle. Just toddling down the street. Yeah. her. I don't know if she'll go do trick-or-treating because, you know, the Delta variant and the Lambda and all and the world. But yeah, we're, we probably won't do trick-or-treating, tra- but we'll do something like, fun. Like a photo shoot or something because she just is the cutest. Yeah. But August through October are my favorite months, and I'm very excited to be in that period. Yeah. Excuse me. We've been doing a lot of summer activities. We went to a public-ish pool. Yeah. Which was a summer activity I haven't done since I was a wee teenager. Yep. I got water up my nose, and now I'm panicking about brain-eating amoebas. As one does. As one does. As one does. Um, You know... Seeing friends, seeing family, especially now, because we might not be able to for a while. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Anyway, but the start of the school year, and that's always an exciting time for people who care about that. Because <laughs> um, my school year never really ends. Like, I get a good, yeah. I get a good, like, break, but I go to work every week. I'm just not going four days a week. I'm going one day a week. So, you know, the school year never really ended for me. It just took a pause. Yeah. And it continues. And Heart Points has a bunch of things that were like changes that we're talking about. And yeah, we're talking about we're doing some things. We're going to take a break from Blood Gold for a little bit. So we're looking at exactly what we're going to play and what we're going to do. So that's really exciting. Just just doing other things, just doing stuff. Yeah. Because this has certainly been um, a 16 months of hell for yeah. people with mental health issues. Yeah. And... And even if you didn't have mental health issues, it's still been really rough. So, you know, doing things, keeping yourself active, doing things that you enjoy, whether it is for profit or for not, um, is really important. And, and so as that's always, what, fuck a hustle. It, as always, fuck a hustle. But, um, I mean, that's what Heart Points is all about. The whole point of Heart Points is enjoyment. So let's keep doing that. Let's yeah. keep doing things we enjoy. Yeah. Uh, speaking of, should we get back to our poor traumatized troop of friends (laughs) speaking of things we enjoy let's traumatize these people some more sure oh these these this poor trio one day i'll be nicer to them no (laughs) i don't think you will the three of you are making your way through the forest you're leading osmer by the reins so you've, you've got his reins in your hands, and uh, he suddenly takes uh, a few trotting steps forwards and kind of, like, peeks his head up. And you can see, like, his 
Um, we haven't talked about his horns in a while, and I love his horns, so you can kind of see his horns uh, as, like, kind of framing his face as he kind of, like, perks up and his ears stick up, and he seems to hear something that you have not yet heard. Um, but he doesn't seem afraid. He seems curious. Yeah, my ready, my weapon is at the ready regardless. Yeah. Regardless. But we do stop just for a heartbeat. Mm-hmm. Uh, Akraya kind of creeps up next to you and she goes, well, what is it? I don't know. Get back. She kind of slinks behind you. There's like, Diana just felt it. Like a, a shot of irritation. Like, if I am stopped with my weapon at the ready, why would you move and talk? <laughs> I am stopped and my weapon is ready. And so that's what's going through Marin's head because she's still like, it could be a wyvern, right? Like, she's still on high alert. Mm. And so she's just like, immediately like, I don't know, take a step back. What are you doing? Putting us all in danger. Um, instantly feels bad about it, but she does. That's how she responds. Mm-hmm. And then it depends on whether or not this potential threat comes at us or not. Um, but if it doesn't, after like a heartbeat or two, we take another step. Like we start walking again. Yeah. Uh, do you want to give me a... Well, actually, no. I, I think this is a little bit like regardless of what you do, this is a little bit beyond you. But nothing happens. So you, you keep moving forward. Mm-hmm. And her thought process is that Osmer could be hearing town or like people going to town. Mm -hmm. And after a couple minutes, you see that there is a break in the tree line and you can see uh, a little bit out of this this tree line that it leads to like open plains. Mm -hmm. And when you come to the tree line, you realize that those open plains are actually farmland. And you can see just this vast swath of cleared farmland. And then in the distance is a highly developed city. Mm -hmm. Um, Multiple tiered buildings, like sprawling out, um, much larger than any of the places that you have been on this adventure yet. And probably the biggest place that you've seen in decades i would imagine depending on how long you've been farming i think it's been a couple decades yeah yeah it's been a while this is the biggest city you've probably been in for Mm -hmm. a long time and uh it's on the other end of these this vast farmland um and you can see kind of smoke rising up from the town not like fires but like no like chimneys yeah Mm -hmm. and in fact one of the things that is a little weird is that there's all these farmlands but they don't particularly look like they're being worked. Uh, it doesn't look like there's a lot of livestock out. You can see like a like a couple spots of like uh, woolly oxen and and other livestock. But for the most part, it's it's pretty clear. Um, doesn't look like there's a lot of people out. Doesn't look like there's a lot of stuff being tended to in all of this farmland. Uh, what do you want to do? So before we leave the shelter of the trees. I think I turn to them and I go, that is town. That is Melura. And we need to make it to Melura safely and before nightfall. So there will be no stopping. There will be no slowing down. There will be no pleasantries. There will be nothing but moving. We are moving quickly with our weapons ready and ready to bolt at any time. Do I make myself understood? Uh, the two kobolds nod. Um, I... Should also clarify 
that um, the tree line actually goes off in one direction uh, to sort of border the city. Right. So you could, it would be faster to cut through the farmland to get to the city. Um, But if you're worried about being exposed, which the farmland would absolutely do, Mm -hmm. uh, you could walk along the tree line uh, to get to the city. I think we want to book it. Is why that I mean I think that's part of the pep talk. Like we're booking it, we're going, we're not slowing down. We need to make it before nightfall, and this is the quickest way to do that. So that's what we're doing. Okay. And I am Marin is not at all surprised to see that these farms are basically abandoned because they are prime wyvern feeding grounds. Prime. So she's not surprised at all, but it is making her a little bit more nervous. But it is daytime, so we're gonna book it. We take a step out. Into the wide open plains. (laughs) Okay. Do Uh, I hear a banjo? Because then I'm turning around. If I hear a banjo, I'm out. No. What? Scary. Have you ever seen Deliverance? I have not, but it's still scary. Do you even, do you know what happens in Deliverance? Inbred? Incest? No? (laughs) Scary? Scary things? Scary things. Yeah, I know. You go to a farm and if you want there to be scary, you play the banjo. Yeah. I know tropes. (laughs) I might not know the thing, but I know tropes. Um, Yeah, the the three of you start booking it uh, through these farmlands. We have to look so suspicious to like the people in the houses because I'm like my, you know, my my spade is out and I'm like looking like a crazy person while almost running. Mm-hmm. And then I've got two kobolds with me who also look very suspicious because they're scared. I must look crazy. We look like a, a party of crazy people, mm-hmm. but we're booking it. Yeah, that's a that's a good point. Um, I imagine as we pass these farmhouses, this is the image that I have. You are allowed to veto me. But what I see is people looking out of their windows, seeing us, and then closing their shutters. Like... In old West Town movies where, you know, like, there's going to be a showdown. High noon. That's what's happening. People are shutting their shutters because we look crazy. For sure. That that definitely happens. And I think you're about halfway through when you hear hoofbeats coming up behind you. I'm hearing hooves, not wings. Yes, hooves, not wings. So what does Marin do? Because my initial reaction is we start booking it to the nearest house, and we're just going to break into that house. But it's hooves, not wings. So I think what we do is I usher everybody off to the side of the road, and I turn around with my weapon at the ready to face down whoever's coming at me. But I'm not seeking shelter because I think it's a person and not a dragon. It's not a dragon. No, it's not a dragon. And in fact, it is three riders. A woman and a man and, uh, like, a teenage boy are riding up on you on these, uh, hmm, what are they? Budweiser horses. Those aren't Budweiser. That's not what they're, those horses are Clydesdales. Yeah. Draft horses. Draft horses. That's what they are. Yeah. Yeah. I think they're, like, draft horses, but with, like, almost, like, a a buffalo, a bison head. Oh, okay. And, uh, they, they, they ride up on you, and they have weapons out but they don't look like they're like aiming them at us yeah it's just like it looks like it's for protection but not against us yes they look they have weapons out but they're not like brandishing them brandishing them threateningly Mm -hmm. they just have them out yeah and uh they the three of them ride up to 
y'all as you're kind of like off in a ditch on the side of the road. The woman has a crossbow and she kind of has it down at her side. She's not pointing it at you or anything. Uh, but she does kind of pretty seriously say, uh, hey there, you okay? Yep. Just trying to get this mail to town. Uh, she raises an eyebrow and she goes, mail? And I point at Osmer with my thumb, but I don't say anything. In the big pack? Mm-hmm. She goes, oh, okay. All right. Where, where are you coming from? Why do you care? Well, just uh, just a little curious. We've had some wyvern problems in the city lately uh, out, around here and uh, couldn't help but notice you coming out of the forest. A couple of kobolds just were, was wondering what's going on. Trying to get to town before this wyvern finds us, as I assume, is also your goal. She nods uh, and she... Uh, I think she looks at the kobolds a little bit and she goes, um, y'all here to deal with the wyvern? Do we look like we're here to deal with the wyvern? Just as a reminder for the listener, I am a gray old lady and I've got two kobolds with me. None of us look like fighters. Yeah. I I think the teenage boy just goes, uh, well, just thought that the kobolds might have a message for it or something. Tell it to go away. I just stare at the boy and I go, no. <laughs> That's some wishful thinking. That's no. Uh, the the woman goes, uh, all right, well, uh, tell you what, for, uh, for a couple of coin, we could uh, g- give you a ride into town if, if you're looking to get there a little speedier. Mm-hmm. I don't know if your uh, antler elk could make it that fast, can keep up with our bison, but. No. We're okay, thank you. You certain about that? And then you see Marin like stand up full height. She goes, I don't know you. You have weapons. I don't trust you. And I have just spent 24 hours on full alert. This interaction is not one that I would like to prolong. So I'm going to take my party and we're going to continue our harrowing journey to town by ourselves where i don't have to worry about you shooting a crossbow into my back and the man kind of rides his his bison over to the woman and he kind of like puts his hand on her shoulder and he's like they'll be fine come on let's let's leave them leave them to it they'll they'll get to t- the city okay and uh the woman kind of looks at you and she goes if we can't help you if you don't want to accept help but that that's fine ha- be safe in the city I appreciate your concern, and I hope we meet after I he- get some sleep. Because <laughs> I'm not trying to be totally a terrible person forever. Marin is trying to grow, I promise. She is. And uh, they they turn their horses around, and they ride back. And uh, you can tell that Akraya and Sorel kind of like breathe a sigh of relief. And the four of you make your way continue on towards town Mm -hmm. by mid-afternoon you make it i see i feel like as we're approaching the city we all just start like kind of running like in excitement like we've made it Mm -hmm. like just excitement again this is a big city Mm -hmm. it's got uh towers spread throughout if we were going to compare it 
obviously you can't compare it completely. Would it be like the town we live in or would it be like Philadelphia or somewhere in between? There is an in-between. Somewhere in between. Okay. It is uh, like if we were to think of it in terms of today, it would be like a small city. It wouldn't be like a major metropolitan, but okay. it would be a small city. Okay. But it is it, – it has um, – I mean, the Ryutama rule book has like a population number for the sizes of towns, but I am not going to be able to find it. And the, well, and it means nothing to me. I don't know what that means. Um, but it's 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 big. It's developed. There are towers spread throughout the the city. Um, there are you know winding streets. Uh, to compare it to one of our previous campaigns, it's not as big as Segaransa, but is it is comparable. All right, and. Melura is this big town of uh, a lot of like blues, um, like the the town, the the houses, the buildings are blue, the streets are painted blue. Um, it just has this uh, very like those Greek towns or like the Portuguese towns. Yeah, I am kind of seeing it like like the Portuguese towns. Like you know, um, we recently watched Suicide Squad. Yeah, and that was filmed in Panama, mm-hmm. and the city was like very colorful in the Suicide Squad, and that's kind of what I'm envisioning for Melur. It's just a lot of, but it's a lot of different blues. Yeah. It gives the city this kind of um, vibrancy mm-hmm. to it that um, that makes it feel kind of it feels kind of like a beacon in this area of wide plains mm-hmm. and then the pine forests alongside it and it's very busy very bustling there's all kinds of uh things here uh y'all enter the gate or enter through like the main road and i think there are some guards uh but they don't i think they do ask you like what you're doing but i imagine you probably just kind of tell them that you're here to deliver mail. Yeah, and they they take a look at the mail and they give you directions to where to find uh, the the post office, the couriers, and yeah, y'all have made it into Melura. Woohoo! We are going to the post office first. We're not stopping for food. We're not taking a shower. We're not getting somewhere to sleep. The first thing we're doing is getting money. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you head to you head to this this courier office. And they are gonna they take the the packages from you and they pay you five hundred gold. Woohoo! We really don't have to worry about money for a while now. And y'all enter out into the street and yeah, you have made it to Melura and you have a lot of gold in your pocket. Yeah, we're gonna find a, a tavern in. We're sleeping tonight. Okay. So I was I I paused our recording to go find a uh, to find a tavern name because I needed to think of one and Diana suggested the Owl Hoot, so that is the name of the tavern that you <laughs> the first tavern that you find that it has a stable um, has a stable for Osmer. It is the Owl Hoot. <laughs> I can't believe you picked that. Okay. <laughs> um, so we go into the Owl Hoot. It's not even the owl's hoot. It's just the owl hoot. The owl hoot. Um, we go in and I ask for two rooms. Oh. Splurging. Yeah. So just a reminder of how the uh, rooms are, the prices of rooms in Ryutama. A basic room, which beds for three to six people, is 20 gold. No, that's what I want. Nope. Don't read anything else. Okay. <laughs> that's what I want. <laughs> All right. It beds three to six people. Mm-hmm. That's 
Yep. I'm like two people total with these kobolds. Yeah. And you said that was 20 gold? Yep. Okay. Yep. We get in a room. You you are you're kind of working uh you're you're working it out with the with the barkeep. And as you are doing so, Sorel kind of like tugs on your coat. I turn to look at her. Look at that. And uh in a corner of the tavern there is uh three kobolds um talking with a group of humans. Oh. Um they are all I'm gonna say they're black kobolds uh with with different metallic uh coloration. But they're they they obviously came from a black dragon hive. Um and they're kind of hanging out, uh drinking and talking with these humans. And they're wyvern hunters, aren't they? I bet they are. That's what Marin thinks. Would a kobold be a wyvern hunter? Uh kobolds do basically like they can do whatever. They most kobolds do not leave their hives, mm-hmm. but if they do leave their hives, it is for something usually like like wyvern hunting okay. or something that's a little uh, on the outskirts of society. Yeah. Marin can make a guess that they're here because of the wyvern. Yeah. Okay. I think, uh, I mean, Sorel is pretty sheltered. So I think she says something like, uh, I didn't know there were other kobolds outside of their hive. Why would a kobold ever leave their hive? That's a very good question. Probably because of the wyvern. As I'm like going, I'm like distracted now because I'm back to the barkeep. Mm-hmm. Goes, oh, okay. Uh, and you kind of <laughs> see like it, it, like it seems like something has just like clicked in Sorel's head. Yeah. But you finish up working out the the payment and you pay for the room. I think I I look at Sorel and I go, "Do you want to talk to them?" No, 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 not not now. Maybe maybe later. Okay. And that's it. I'm not talking about it anymore. That's too many feelings. <laughs> and uh, do you got, do y'all go up to your room to drop yeah. yourself off? Yeah. So the three of you head up to your room and you you drop off your things and you, I think your room, you ended up getting this kind of like corner room uh, and there's a, there's a big balcony uh, or not a big balcony, but there is a balcony and uh, you drop your things off and the window is open and it kind of looks out into it looks out over the city and from here up upstairs on like the third floor you can see the city and then far to the north it is just endless plains those the pine forests that you have come through for mm-hmm. the past several days mm-hmm. fade away into this uh, spotted savanna that just extends out for uh, north as far as you can see past the blue shining city of Melura. And you know that beyond that savanna is the ocean mm-hmm. where you're heading. Akreya is kind of just like staring at it. And I think she's like kind of climbed up on the ledge of the balcony. I think she looks back at you and goes, um, we still have so far to go. But we've already come very far. It's not as far as it was the first day. Uh, and she nods and she goes, uh, every day a little closer? Every day a little closer. Akreya kind of stares out over this uh, scene and Sorel sits in a chair and kind of is like holding her sword out in her lap. 
uh, what do you do? I unpack. I'm efficient. I unpack. I'm sure there's some sort of little water basin. I kind of dust it off, get my face clean, and I'm ready to go. We got to get food. We got to sleep. And then we got to decide what we're doing tomorrow. I'm, I'm not wasting time. We've got to do this. Now, we showed up in the late afternoon, so I am not going to sleep. I'm not going to take a nap. So, yeah, I think I'm just, like, busying myself. I'm trying to decide. Would Marin just want to start back out or would we spend a day kind of relaxing? I think we're going to spend the day relaxing. I don't think we're leaving tomorrow. I think we're going to leave the day after tomorrow. So I think Marin says that. I think Marin shares the news with the kobolds and it's just like, so we're not leaving tomorrow. We're going to leave the day after tomorrow. Do what you would like for today. Here's some money. And I give them like, I don't know what is a reasonable amount of coin, 10 coin, 20 coin. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, yeah, that's it. I'm going downstairs to eat. I'm hungry. Okay. Uh, and I think Akreya, who has normally been like so vocal about like keeping moving, mm-hmm. doesn't say anything. She, she takes the money. Uh, and as you open the door to go downstairs, she just goes, thank you, Marin. Thank you so much for joining us this week. We really hope that you enjoyed this episode. Ryutomo was designed by Atsuhiro Okada and translated into English by Matt Sanchez and Andy Kitkowski. You can find more at kotohi.com. We want to thank Zach B., our editor and producer, because if you didn't hear us going, oh, wait, no, Zach B., can you erase that? If you didn't hear that, it's because he did his job. So thanks, Zach B. We also want to thank In Love with the Ghost for the use of their song, Chilling at Nemo's Place, off of the album Healing. You can find In Love with the Ghost at inlovewiththeghost.bandcamp.com. Please make sure to rate and subscribe to us on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever it is that you get your podcasts. It means a lot to us and it helps other people to find us. You can find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at HeartPointsPod. Please follow us and join us for discussion about RPGs and podcasts, and make sure to share us with everyone you know, especially your RPG-loving friends. Thank you so much to our patrons whose support keeps the show going. If you would like to become a patron of the show, find us at patreon.com forward slash heartpointspod. You can directly support the show and help us to maintain and better it every week while getting cool rewards like access to our patron-only Discord, a monthly bonus pod, and other great things. Every dollar makes a huge difference. This episode was sponsored by patrons James McDonald and Nathan Perriott. Nathan is the volatile pega known as the eager enemy of the palm. Thank you so much for your support, James and Nathan. And thank you all again for joining us in our adventure today. We hope that as you return back to the real world, that you continue to have a very nice day. But like, a very, very nice one. Very nice one.